Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, for any of the listeners, uh, you've actually heard Chansu on the podcast before because I took, I ripped our conversation from my other podcast that I don't do anymore and put it up here because... Well, it was two birds, one stone, and it was just such a great app. I was like, oh, the Irish people need to hear this. They need to stop smoking weed before 25. <laughs> that's true. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. 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 And then, how do you pronounce your last name? Karabiyik. And then, for the listeners, um, well, we'll do it at the end, actually, because okay. I, I want you to spell your name. Ah, I yeah, see. Because I, yeah. I don't want them to not find you, but we'll also have it in the All description. Right. So, um, But let's see, for today, you were saying... You read an article about the ick, which we love saying in Ireland. Yeah, really? We, yeah, we always say that we got the ick. Oh my God. Yesterday I was watching Dairy Girls, right? And I found that article where they break down some of the words and the phrases. And I was like, because that was in the first scene. They said, um, she said, you're such a mouth. And I was like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> so I had to Google it. <laughs> there was like a whole list of things they say on the show. I, and I found that. out what a mouth is. But the ick was there too. Yeah, well, I saw it. Yeah. when Chansu, uh, I always find weird when I'm saying that because it's as if I'm turning to an audience, but it's like you guys aren't here yet. <laughs> but anyway, when Chansu texts me that, we had just been talking about a comedian earlier and I was like, oh, that comedian is a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's the perfect way to explain it especially when i'm trying to explain irish slang over here if there's anyone that i'm like oh like yeah like that person right. or you know but we've a lot of fun slang like minger is ugly minger yeah but i don't think the gen z if there's any gen z listen to this they're gonna be like oh she's so old we don't say it anymore <laughs> yeah also you've been gone for a while i'm sure mm. slang has changed a lot I since know. you've been gone i know isn't that wild yeah. i find out every time i go back to denmark like wait you say what now that sounds weird to me but that's just how language evolves i, I guess know. you know what even with stuff like i went back a few years ago and i was wearing jordans and that's like all you know the style over here i mean right. i was wearing them i just really liked the pretty colors it was before i realized it was stylish and then all like male comedians are like oh my god i just didn't know you were like into sneakers and then the praise just like it, it got <laughs> me like addicted <laughs> but so i went back with mine and my my sister was like slagging me and my like everybody was laughing at me wearing these Jordans and so this is a few years ago and now like my brother's texting me being like hey could you pick me up uh, Air or Air Jordan Force or whatever Jordan they're actual Jordans not like at home everybody wore those uh white the Air Max Air, the Air Force ones um uh, okay but like the proper Jordans you know they're like really stylish ones so anyway he was like yeah will you pick me up a pair and bring them back and I just thought that was so funny because I was like, they were fucking slagging me. Like yeah. I was like, a st- I was actually a trendsetter. You were a trendsetter for Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> so it means Ireland is just like 15 years behind with everything. Ireland is with stuff. I find anyway, because like um, 
and we do watch America and we do pick it up and yeah. slowly but sure and that's where the disconnect comes with Irish Americans and if for any of you listening don't get mad love you loads not gatekeeping but um <laughs> but you know sometimes they've caps capsulized an old Irish but they don't realize we've also moved on so we're like a bit more modern uh, right. than the Irish that they remember but we're still not as modern as the Americans over here sometimes with certain things you know I think you get that all over Europe um with American culture being so influential so everywhere. Influential. And so by the time something here is is like no longer popular, it's just reached our countries, yeah. right? It's just, I feel like that's been generally the case, both in, in the UK or in Portugal or in Denmark, like these countries I lived in, it's always been the case. I love when I'm like, uh, when I ask an American about like a UK singer, like obviously I understand that a lot of the time there's so many amazing Irish singers that they just wouldn't have reached over here. And then some of them have, which is Who absolutely are, amazing. Who's, a, who's an Irish singer I would know? Um, oh, a Hosier. Oh, yeah. Two Door okay. Cinema Club. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Cranberries, U2, all mm. of those. Uh, but like, let's see, more newer... Um, oh, uh, oh, I just it just went out of my head. Oh, Bastille okay what and they made it over here a little bit i don't i don't know just like like running music or something okay. you know like movie music <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> well, i knew um i knew a boy band when i was growing up that i really liked oh westlife blue. oh blue yeah oh I my god them. they were irish right blue when that i was a kid they'd so all sound familiar. the same to me I think yeah, I think they were Irish. I, I have no idea now, to be honest. Oh, Westlife was Irish. Westlife, yeah, yeah. Um, that oh boy. Yeah. And so when I'm here and I'm like, oh, you guys don't know Robbie, and it's like, oh, Robbie Williams didn't make it over here, or All Saints didn't make it over here, and I'm like, you gotta listen to this, you know. Robbie Williams didn't make it out here. Didn't make it over here. You know, what? Anytime I'm asking America, and I'm like, you have missed out on this amazing. Oh my God, he's such an icon in such Europe. Such an icon. He was like the fact that I know about him in Denmark is, yeah. I oh, saw wow, that's crazy. I saw him live, but my dad got like kind of cheap tickets. But it was great he got tickets at all. Do you know? Like in fairness to the man, it's not like he was made of money. But then we were like all the pictures from when I no, I don't have, I don't, I don't know where they are now. I think they were like in my grandmother's house, but the pictures I'd taken were just from the screen because we were so <laughs> far back. <laughs> but it was a great day, and like in fairness, that's it was great to even get to go at all. Yeah, and you even. Know? Even though you don't see them actually on stage and their performance, just the, the concert vibe. energy is different, right? It's and just I can so say cool. I was there. Yeah. Yeah, he brought us to loads. Of, when I was small, he would always bring me and uh, my stepmom's nieces and nephews, uh, all like a gang, or my cousin on uh, my mum's side as well, because I was always very close with her. So he'd bring her as well. And he'd right. always have like a little fun day out. And <laughs> we saw like, remember, uh, what's his name? Tom Jones. Was he American? I think so. He was all the rage in Ireland and women throwing their underwear up at really? him. Really? Yeah. Tom Jones? Wait, is he is he like a country singer? It's like a kind of country, but it's like kind of like sl- like slutty a little for older women. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so it is. So in, in the UK, I had this where I lived in Cambridge. There was this older woman in our lab. She was such a fan of Bruce Springsteen. It's just like wow, that's such a generational gap for me. Like no one is a fan of. Is anyone our generation no fan of Bruce Springsteen? I went to his concert when I was sixteen because again, my dad would oh, always okay. go to concerts and my uncle, and they got me a ticket. But I truly didn't know any of his. And I remember being like, 
I really should have listened to some of his songs. It was so also (laughs) last summer. Do you remember in New York they had the Welcome Back New York concert in Central Park? No. I so I had just moved here and they had this big concert and it was free. It was like after the vaccines it was like seventy percent of New Yorkers had been vaccinated. So like, yeah, let's celebrate. We're back. So they had this big concert in Central Park and there was all these New York um native musicians a lot of rappers a lot of like rock singers and bruce springsteen was supposed to headline it and then there was a big thunderstorm and they evacuated us from central park it was tens of thousands of people being evacuated because of like the torrential rainstorm but there was this it was just so sad throughout the concert so during the whole day the weather was really nice and all the all the people like us who were just like standing around like hanging out and there was just this one couple (laughs) sitting in front of me older couple they were just sat down on a on a picnic blanket the whole time and i started chatting to them and they were like yeah we're just here for bruce springsteen and just before bruce springsteen was supposed to go up the thunderstorm started and we all especially because they're old people they were risking their lives coming out there that was like they were sitting there listening to i don't know like Hello, Cool J, and but like I, I'm pretty sure they didn't want that. <laughs> oh God! Um, oh, you know what as well? What you said, Dairy Girls. Oh, that yeah. made me that like a talk came up in my head, but I was like, I'll hold it. Um, it is interesting with Dairy Girls and normal people uh, how Americans are now finally like seeing like the real Ireland to a certain. Now, I mean, Dairy Girls is from mm. like twenty, like it's set twenty years ago. But um, but they're like, oh, I didn't know about those like, the, the those little like political tr- like I mean they knew a little bit, but they're getting right. to see that. Or even now with normal people, it's like regular kids in school, or it's just interesting because we grew up on their TV shows, and now they're starting to kind of watch ours. Like for me anyway, yeah. for Irish people because. They've never watched, I've never, I don't think they've ever watched, or even the things that they would have said about Ireland. I feel like most people have now, like, watched Dairy Girls, or even though Dairy Girls is set a while ago, they're seeing, yes, I do have electricity. Or, (laughs) or, you know, like, the whatever ridiculous notion they had of Ireland, especially with normal people. Like, I just thought of that, that, like, that's the, or reading uh, Sally Rooney books or whatever, Mm. or, yeah, it's just like, oh, wow, they're starting to get, see a bit of Irish culture yeah or even with denmark when you think about those uh netflix now because there's a lot of uh danish uh cri- true oh, crime. crime true crime oh crime or fiction. not true crime sorry crime fiction uh, crime fiction it's just denmark has always been very good at, i think denmark has generally been good at crime fiction yeah. they've had really solid authors that were like international is the well. girl with the dragon tattoo swedish swedish oh, yeah God. but in that genre there's been quite a lot um but yeah but i i don't think i don't think necessarily that reflects you know it's not it, i know it tells you nothing about denmark right really i mean for me and it just like, shows that we're not just all like diddly i diddly oh <laughs> and oh, oh top of the morning oh father top you know the oh, there's the priest it shows that they're just regular people living regular lives yeah. they go but yeah I, it just it just came into my head oh, that there's was like, a show on television called Re- on netflix called rita and it's so funny this friend of mine who's who's from kansas city uh, was telling me that he's watching Rita. And I was like, wait, Rita? Like the Danish television series? But I didn't know it was on Netflix. Um, and it's so good. But that really is... That's such a good show for like knowing, wait, what is Denmark actually like? Like the school system. It takes place in a school. And it's about this like very sexual teacher who is just like gives fuck all, you know, and does, does fuck all. And, and it's just a really good teacher, but it's just a really interesting person. But no, that's... The, yeah, like these shows would have never been popular 
what, 15, 20 years ago? They wouldn't right? even had access to them, I guess, Absolutely. because of Netflix. It's I guess the streaming services have yeah. enabled some of that. Where we always watch their shows because yeah. they would come on like we had. I remember growing up and I'd have RT1, RT2, or no, TV3 and Tina G. Cahir. So that's... I don't know what those words are. <laughs> that's a <laughs> different language just I just say? said. Okay. I was Irish. <laughs> was ah, you were like, <laughs> what is this English word she's saying heavily accented? What is that mumble, mumble, um, mumble? It's no? like, uh, uh, like, it was like the Fort Channel, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Um, and that was all in Irish. That was all Askelga. And, um, you know, uh, they just have like this one shows for kids. And then at night they'd have like uh, certain shows in Irish. Um Okay. But yeah, to keep like to kind of preserve a bit of the Irish speaking, I guess, and culture. But yeah. then the tr- the other three channels would have like a rotation of like friends mm. or like uh, friends was such a thing. It was so, like we all watched everywhere, it. everywhere. I remember seeing or no, then the documentary and they interviewed so many people all over the world who were like, yeah, I learned English from friends or Sick. I like you know I didn't have like I you know or like. Uh, people in different countries i remember there was an interview with one girl and she's like yeah i didn't grow up with friends it was so nice to have this show like it's like she physically didn't have friends she was like lonesome right. but i was that. like oh my god this is even a person in america this yeah. isn't a different yeah yeah no that's so funny that it was such a such a unifying thing right yeah. it was it was that and er er i loved er it was so good and then so what else good. was it letterman was always on tv growing up like there was a Comedy Central channel in Denmark. Oh, we d- ended up when you could buy cable then. Like I, I just didn't have it when I was younger. But then when you could, you'd have Comedy Central and Sky One. So we'd get all the Brit stuff and BBC mm. and Channel Four. But you'd have to buy the like dish. Or right. The, yeah. So, ch- but yeah, Comedy Central. I remember like. But this wasn't like the the American. Com- it was I called it Comedy Central. So I was was just like a comedy channel, oh. and they would show Letterman on okay. at like like late night. And that was, was, so we wouldn't have the channels, like the British channels or American yeah. channels, but it was just randomly Letterman, like yeah. midnight. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I don't remember ever seeing Letterman, but maybe I would just flick past it. I remember yeah. seeing like, we I had this it. like weird channel that had like Euro, it was called like Euro porn or something it was very strange it's a porn channel yeah it would like it would turn into porn at nighttime so it would i can't remember it long god the listeners are gonna message me because i'll know the channel and it, at nighttime it would turn into this and it would always be like it, it was called like some sort of euro porn i'm like i'm afraid now and maybe that it's like something offensive but it was basically porn where they would blur it out and you you know your parents unless you paid for it or what or like just uh, after I don't, midnight i don't know what it. it was just on one of the channels and it'd be always like don't watch that channel yeah. after 10 we did have a couple of those but it was like i think you paid for those or or maybe it was like after midnight i don't know but i remember so they were blue during the day and then oh. like the whole screen would be blue but we know that was like the nasty channel like that uh, yeah I, I, for some reason i'm feeling like this was on the comedy central channel but that doesn't make any sense that can't be right who knows and then um those comedians you know yeah yeah <laughs> i need them for the laugh or the entertainment um but uh, we oh yeah and then like you would have you would have your shows so they'd be home and away uh neighbors did you watch that no that was like a big one and then there'd be the uk like you know like uh hollyoaks i think coronation mm. street eastenders there are all these ones that you could watch daily coronation street is that old oh coronation street is like before the like 70s really yeah. wow yeah i'm sure one of the characters on it who was up like an old woman when i was watching it she had been in, in it since a young woman wow okay yeah and then and then at night time it would go like 
there was like this channel that would have there was like the panel the comedy channels the irish comedy stuff but then there'd be like uh what's his name oh these two uh muppets and they would tell like scary bedtime podge and raj did you ever see podge and raj one of them's name is raj yeah and they were like irish puppets but they'd tell like terrifying stories and i remember one was like it was like nightmare before no bedtime stories but nightmare bedtime stories or something but there was one about like how they told a story about how a guy couldn't get like a voice out of his head so he like drilled into his head and like died because his brains fell out this was for children no i just would what nobody was minding me (laughs) i was like watching this at like 11 p.m (laughs) actually yeah pretty much the same here you just you just go back downstairs and turn on the tv i was reading (laughs) stuff that i absolutely should not have been reading because my parents didn't like read they didn't they, they weren't fluent in Danish because, you know, they're from Turkey and they wouldn't go through my, my books and see what I would like get from the library. And that was definitely stuff that a seven, eight year old should not be reading. Was it like sexy stuff? It wasn't sexy stuff. It was like very uh, real. Yeah. Like I remember reading this story about um, a girl and it was like a true crime kind of novel. Um, not novel, true crime story about a woman, a girl that gets raped by raped by her dad, and then has to bring up these twins that you know that she then has to like raise. And I was reading this book as like a seven year old, and I, another time where I was reading. Wait, a book, they were her father's kids. They were her, she get, she gave birth to her half brothers and sisters. Yeah, she got raped that by is her way dad. too intense to be reading for at for, seven. for a seven eight year old. Once I was reading the story about um. Oh, it was that story called "Live Strong, Die Young" or something like that by Willard Motley. I some American. It, it was a really good book when I was that age. But it's about a guy that he also he he prostitutes himself at some point in the in the story. And um, the word for it in the Danish translation was "trækatræng," and I was like, I don't know what that word means because I was only eight years old. So I had to look it up in a dictionary, and I was horrified. What does it mean? It's a prostitute boy. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else happened. Oh, it's a prostitute. Yeah. Like, at the age, seven, eight years old, I didn't know what a prostitute was. <laughs> and it was like someone who has sex with for for money. And I was like horrified to find out that that was the <laughs> thing you did. <laughs> I love how you got such an education so early. By You're yeah. just trying to like... You're being a smart kid by reading adult books. <laughs> yeah, because <but laughs> I, I was a big reader, so I out, outgrew the children's section really <laughs> fast. Uh, and my teachers also didn't care. Like the librarian was never like, I don't think this book is for you. They probably just weren't even paying attention. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I spent so much time in, at the library. I was yeah. like a real dork. So, um, no, that's we've gone on so many tangents. We have. Sorry, I might be doing that. I don't know. No, it's fine. I do that all the time as well. <laughs> We're talking about the ick factor. That's where it all started. It was. I love how you're like, you're being a better podcast host than me. <laughs> like, let's bring it back, Katie. <laughs> no, it's true though. So I didn't read the article because you just brought it up before. But um, so what did it say in the article? You had never heard of the ick. I had never Who heard of it. Who sent it to you, the article? A friend of mine from, oh, uh, she's South Africa and lives in the UK. Um, we, we did our degrees together. We were talking about how... Uh, I was telling her about the situation I'm in with a guy where I just, like, he's pursuing me, but I am so unattracted to him. Yeah. But to a point where it's not just like, because we used to be friends and I'm like, we're not just, I'm not just not attracted to you. I am put off by you. Yeah. And there was, I don't know what it was. It was like, it was like a switch. And then all of a sudden I was like, like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, it was just like so intensely something that put me off. 
But was it, was there a moment where you felt attracted and then you got the ick? I, I don't think I was ever attracted. I think it was more like, like we were friends. Yeah. But now you don't even want to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I guess the ick can be used in like so many different ways. Because for yeah. me, it's usually, yeah, I, it's how you depend, how you use it in one situation. So, mm. but in dating terms it's like you could be going on three dates with someone and then you see the way they eat their food yeah. and you get the ick yeah. you're like i can't well have, that was, can't that's what this, this article was saying it's an article in the guardian um and it was telling stories about like what moment women were like like i saw his ass crack or whatever like mm-hmm. that was like the ick or it was like some funny things like she he t- uh, for a man it was she took her uh, she pulled her mask down to kiss me instead of taking it off. And that was it. Like, it's so hard to come back from the ache, right? It's so hard. And it yeah. can happen as simple as that. <laughs> it really can. It's so random. It can be something like as well, like, uh, yeah, I'm trying. I got the ache so easily a lot, like a lot. And mm. um, I'm trying to think what's a good example because I haven't had it in so long. But yeah 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 the article was hilarious because i was like reading all about it and it was not something that i was familiar with but it does seem like it could just happen right yeah or when you see someone be rude to someone yeah that gives me the ick or i've gotten the ick when i've had brought someone out to my friends and they're like being like showy offy and loud and like or you know who i got the ick with i'm Mm. so when we when i first uh, got here and like we've been friends for like god knows i've known him for seven and a half years nearly or seven years let's say because i just started comedy and uh he asked me on a date of course he did now we ended up being friends afterwards oh, wow. but that I night i got the I, yeah i know i know i know I, I i don't even know if i've told some of our other friends because okay. you know but obviously that happened way before right, but right, yeah right. yeah but so um we go on the date and i had at the time i was a big drinker i've you know been a drink big drinker since i was 13 except for the last five years and so uh i had two drinks so i was going about about to we were about to have our third and he was so fucking drunk off two drinks i was <laughs> it turned me off so much and then he like grabbed like you know the way and he's kind of like for the listeners this person's already a uh, very extrovert and like loud and like right. what's that we're like showmany mm. um and he like interrupted these guys playing pool to like grab their ball the one of the balls off the table and he thought it was so funny but he just like ruined their game and he was like waving at me and they were like looking at him like oh my god like what a fucking loser and it gave me such the ick and then later we rocking back and he was like you know i i just want to have something casual i'm not looking for a relationship and i was like yeah yeah that's fine i don't do casual so we'll just be friends (laughs) (laughs) i've already i've already gotten the ick but he was like literally falling off i hate that too as well because i guess for me a big thing is i like to know that the person can like take care of me and i know that's awful but i want i want i don't want them to get too drunk where they're messy and falling over the place because i i i, yeah. I don't want to be the one fucking picking picking them up or trying to mind i them. think that's fair yeah yeah like that's yeah i don't know I don't, it's never nice to see anyone in that state i don't know unless it's someone like if it's your friend or someone you're close to it's a different it's completely different right but if it's some guy that's courting you um it's kind of weird and two drinks i was like he could never last with my people (laughs) (laughs) like i'm never bringing you home to my dad no and my dad doesn't even drink that much as well but he'd be mortified (laughs) because he would especially if you brought someone back like even when leland to be fair you're both young no we're both young at the time 
you oh said it yeah was like seven like, years yeah, ago? yeah so i was 24 he would have been 24 too yeah but we're drinking in ireland since we're 13 so yeah. that's it i i honestly when i first came here i found it a bit embarrassing for americans because i was like they're falling all over the gaff here and <laughs> they don't know how to hold their liquor and it's like of course they start drinking at 21 we have yeah. like built up such a tolerance Absolutely. but then the reverse is i think irish people do find it hard drinking here because the measures are so big so if you're like drinking beer you're fine but mm. the liquor measures are so much bigger than back home oh oh wow okay but anyways, that was an ick. What about you? So I had one situation. I was I was remembering as you were talking about that date. I went on a date with someone. We sat down at a bar. It, it was really lovely at first. He seemed super chill. You know, like very, very friendly. It was a good vibe. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can see it on a guy when he starts liking you. You can sort of see how his like demeanor changes, how his looks change. And it's like, I don't know whether they're just... Some of these guys are just so basic, like they can't control, they can't <laughs> control it. I don't know what it is, but you can sort of tell when they start finding, like being attracted to you. Yeah, like, when they're like, like eyes, there's like a fawn look. Like yeah, a- like it, it sort of changes during the date. And all of a sudden, he started putting on, like he was always speaking with a British accent, um, but it became so posh. And I immediately just like, checked out i mean i would get the i got well. the ache so quickly because i was just like why is he trying to sound posh all of a sudden They're like that's not that's not nice at all no that's not what we want no i don't because i associate posh and no offense anyone who is posh and you're i'm sure you're personally not like this but i do associate posh with like pretentiousness and obnoxiousness yes so i'm like i i i will never date someone with a posh also accent. he said he would so he passed okay he grew up this this guy did not grow up in the uk which is what i realized i was like what happened to your accent and why are you using some of these words that no one in the uk uses because i lived in the uk for like seven years right six years and he would start using these words and it's because he went to a british army school oh so he picked up the accent he picked up the accent but not just the accent he was like his teachers were like nuns and stuff so he just he picked up the way people spoke like 100 years ago oh like the old school isn't it like shakespearean level it was so cringy thou shall have dessert (laughs) (laughs) i saw i did a show the other night and remind me to tell you because i have another ick with a british accent but i did a show the other night and i was i was running my album and there was an english woman in the audience and uh i was gonna do my like silly uk you know joke and she uh she said, I'm from Britain. And she said something Britain. else. And I go, I was like, why is it that every posh British person has to pronounce every fucking letter? <laughs> <laughs> like, it takes someone an hour to get out a sentence because they're like, the wall <laughs> is very cold. <laughs> you're like, fucking get your sentence out. <laughs> it's like they're literally spelling it for you. Like, T-H-E-C-O-L. Well, I've never thought of that. So I was just around so many posh people, right? Like, because I was at a university that was incredibly posh. I just because I was around so many really posh people, yeah. it kind of gives me the ick now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just that accent. It's, it's like, also like such an Irish thing to be icked yeah. out by a very British accent. Oh my god, I love that in the Dairy Girls. That yeah. <laughs> he's like, just English. <laughs> like, what's that noise? <laughs> he's just English. They sound yeah. like that. Yeah, that's always such a punchline in like a lot of our in our old shows as well. Like having an English character, just like, so funny. um, I so 
I had a another comedian actually want to like go on a date with me and I was like oh he seems nice and this is like in the pandemic so it's like way before Leland but obviously no this was during my relationship <laughs> with Leland <laughs> but I mean it was like a good, a good bit before and he was kind of like asked for my phone number and he wanted to do a phone call and I told one guy friend because I wanted to like so yeah, is this guy good that guy friend was like oh he's great which I've turned out this guy friend has the worst taste in friends because some of his <laughs> friends are just shit no. and then one other girlfriend I told, and she was like actually he's bad reputation he actually like was real shit I can't say who but to a friend of mine and in, in hindsight that friend ended up, ended up telling me like two years later we were sitting down having like uh, tea inside the cellar and she was like did I ever tell you what's such and such and I was like oh, I'm so glad I didn't go on a date with this guy wow. but so I just was like okay now I have I was trying to learn my lesson from past mm. relationships and be icked out by any like red flags so I was like that's a red flag I'm not gonna go there but he um he he kept being like um uh I'm just gonna come to your work like and I was like well I'm actually like busy and I was working at the bar in the pandemic still and uh he knew that I had already told him I worked Fridays and Sundays and so he texts me on the Friday being like hey uh I'm just I just got off the seven I, I'm walking over to your job I was it was like on my way or something which is like and I was like oh no I don't want this but when he came and it was more just because I didn't want to get involved with someone who has like a bad reputation of treating mm. women so I hadn't gotten the proper ick yet but when I got it was when he came he put on a British accent the whole time and I was like what? But he's American, so I don't know if he was like trying to be sexy and do this, but it was the most bizarre thing. Also, why would you ever think that would be attractive to an Irish woman? Right. <laughs> so and then I was like, maybe he doesn't know Irish accents, and he's trying to do my accent. Was he to trying be, to be like cute and stuff, or was that what it was? Or I don't. Maybe I just that's didn't. So I didn't weird. get it. And then I, like my only other logical thing is that he thinks that's an Irish accent, um. and he's trying to like be uh like funny or whatever but it was like the whole time he was there and he like ordered a beer he had he was like oh looking at the uh, pretzels and he was like can i have a pretzel and i was like what the fuck is going on here sounds like he was trying to like do your accent just <laughs> but just came yeah. out british <laughs> and it's also like i hate that don't fucking i'm not ha here to have a conversation with a parish oh my god can i say something like this is really dumb but i remember when i first started um meeting Irish people in the UK at, at university. And I'd be like, wait, what is that accent? They'd be like, they would tell me we're from Ireland. It's like, oh, wow, that sounds like an American trying to speak with an English accent. Oh, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> That's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. I, I And it's like, never do someone's, like, if you're pursuing someone, never start, never do their accent for the whole time you're talking right. as well. Fair yeah. enough if you're like, oh, that's so cute tree or whatever and it's kind of annoying but whatever yeah. we'll give you a slide but he i mean the whole time when he ordered the beer so and then i was like i just wanted him gone so i was like it's fine the beers i mean the pretzels i mean he was like all right okay it, it was definitely like Gosh. I, anyway he and then he didn't tip which it's like we're not on a date you just came so he just came to my bar had a beer had a free pretzel and didn't even tip and it's like i if my friends ever tip i always like make sure i'm like no take the money back you can buy me a coffee sometimes it's like no it's here i'm gonna right. use my beer my buyback to get you a beer or whatever yeah. um but that i was like that gave me an, a double lick i was like okay mm. ew with the accent and ew ew with the fucking cheapness you cheap mm. cunt so i yeah. hate cheapness, cheapness makes me is so icky split the check on the so on the first uh and like I've had so many I've had a guy message into the podcast and be like I don't think like we should pay for the first dinner and it's like yeah if I don't want to see you again I'll split the check but if you want to 
if you want to i want to say that you're a a gentleman and b i still have to pay for all like period shit and everything so no you can i'm risking my life by being here so i'll put down my card but if they're like this is on me and even like okay i'll get the next one or whatever if you want to continue to see me i need to know that you're it shows that you're like kind and generous with your money and i yeah i get that it it shows that you're someone that likes taking care of people and i i think we've talked about this before as well just knowing that someone wants to do that for yeah. you it's not so much about oh are they paying for an expensive meal or something like that right it's more it could be like you brought me for a coffee absolutely and i i personally i don't even reach for my card anymore right. unless i don't want to see them again yeah, then i'm I, like yeah i don't want to owe you anything yeah um, i've always if i didn't want to see them again insisted on spinning the shark occasionally if i never wanted to see a person again and i had such a bad time at the date i'm I'm like all right this meal is my payback for the for this horrible time yeah wait i just <laughs> thought of another ick i don't know how you just made me think oh, now i'm getting like traumatized with all my icks <laughs> uh, you better have more icks as well oh my god well okay. i uh was seeing a guy two months online three months on in real life because it was from the p- pandemic and old old listeners know him as blur because for the first few face caught times he was like blurry so i couldn't oh. really see what he looked like it was very strange because okay. i guess he had bad signal but um when i got turned off him was he came over and it was to have sex he came over but he had done like a foot peel himself at home so he's uh he wore like big thick woolly socks he said he had to keep them on because his skin was shedding underneath oh <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, no, it's oh, over. It's no. done. We're not going to be going forward with this. It gave me such an ick. Oh. And then I I don't like when men leave their socks on as well for sex. I don't know why, but that's not too much of an ick. It was more that they were big woolly and I knew that there was dead skin in it. That is so gross. I know. That's so gross. <laughs> what about you? Any more icks? Any more icks? Yeah, I actually tend to tell this story on my comedy shows. Um, well, I went on a date with someone and he asked me what i missed the most about europe and i said socialism oh yeah and i meant that like i actually said that and you and then you know we had a whole conversation he was like he laughed at that and then he started challenging me on socialism he was like i don't believe in free education or free healthcare, but i do believe in equal opportunity for all i was like that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life and i was so upset i had like my arms crossed and i was like not responding to him at all because just i just could not compute my my brain just could not compute how a person could think that you can have equal opportunity without free education i mean he needs some fucking free education yeah <laughs> this was a idiot. highly educated person Jeez. it's a super privileged person who thinks that there are equal opportunities out there for people yeah. but not acknowledging that you know some people can't even afford health care or like basic education right and but but they have the same opportunities as you do i, I thought that was so ignorant and it was so off that was like a big ick and i yeah. discovered that that day was like your political stances are can be really icky really fast of course and yeah. i mean if you're lo- if you're going to be in a long-term relationship with someone even if you're going to be in a casual where you're going to have actual conversations yeah you're going to have to because even with that that just shows a lack of empathy because he's not able to put himself into absolutely. other people's shoes absolutely and it's like even uh, and, that, and that like if he's just like well i got this the fact that he can't he would yeah. never be able to understand that he wouldn't even be able to understand you probably having cramps then because he's like what are you talking about i never feel pain once right. a month yeah <laughs> 
Like we have equal opportunities. You go to work, I go to work. You, uh, no, it was yeah, that's true. It's so apathetic towards people who just do not have opportunities, yeah. right? It was so off-putting. And I remember like leaving the state as well. He was like, "Do you want to go to a bar?" And I was just like so off-put by him. Just like, no, I'm gonna go home. And he was like, "I'll follow you to the train." I was like, "No, no, no, I'm just gonna go home." And he s- still like leaned in for the kiss, and I was like. Bye. I see mean, you later. he leaned in for ki- like, he's like read delusional. the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delusional beyond. Delusional. Oh my god, that was uh it was so icky. Uh, uh. I had another guy where he he had a really bad um education because he grew up in the south and he did say this. So his parents were immigrants and they came over. He's been in a Christian school, and so he said about all the things that they would teach, which I never that blew my mind. And I said this on a very old episode of the podcast, so. OG listener, sorry for repetition, but you know, <laughs> let's do this as like a nostalgia bit. <laughs> but um, they, you know, that the ch- dinosaurs are chicken bones. That blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. It was such an interesting conversation. Like I had no idea, and he was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "And you know, but I really, really like the whole South gentleman, like, um, like, I like, you know, like saying ma- ma'am and stuff like that." So I was like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." And then later he like told me, well, later he just grabbed my head and tried to kiss me and I pushed him off me. And I was like, well, I'm not ready for that. And then he was like, all right, okay. And then the next day he called me about like potentially going on another date. And I was like, I don't know. That was, it was just, there was just something weird about him. And he said, he started to tell me a story about how uh, he didn't, you know, cause he was like saying like, oh, it's okay that we didn't kiss. You know, I waited two years for a girl in where he he was also like in the army so where he was stationed I, he'd waited two years for that girl because she was christian and she wanted a way to have sex before marriage but she actually dumped him before and ended up marrying a different guy so wow. he didn't have sex for two years and i was like oh my god that's so like that's so awful and he was like yeah and then this other girl one night was like trying to get me to go across town for her but I didn't go across town for her because she was just a hole in two legs. That's what he said. <gasps> and that was like where I was like, oh, like this is a, this is like, like done. Oh. See you later. So like the head thing and the, the, and I also didn't like the whole glorifying of like Southern men. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's, no. I don't really want someone being like, ma'am. And then later you're going to, you're talking about being a gentleman on the date, but then later you grab my head. So right. that doesn't, that's a contradiction already. And then you're calling a woman, two legs in a two hole two legs in a hole yeah and i thought just because when he first talked about like his parents being immigrant and this weird christian and like oh so i was like oh yeah and then it just fucking nosedived to a totally different <laughs> fucking person <laughs> oh my god yeah the I, I i always say this as well like the bar for a guy not saying something inappropriate like you know i'm always like you know this will go well if he doesn't say something inappropriate right but that's just such a high bar for a guy yeah like at some point they'll say something and you're like can i live with this or not is this something that i find non-negotiable like any trace of for instance like homophobia transphobia i'm like immediately like oh okay done deal you're you're out you're gone and like any indications of like misogyny like i think even you know if i heard someone say yeah i like the way that southern men use these kinds of terms i i try to like dig into that and be like but why do you think that or like where does that stem from is that some sort of like misogynist it's like oh you're trying to mask your yeah this whole pushing that you're a gentleman i don't know it's very strange like a gentleman is one thing right like i i know some friends of mine get upset when when they're walking on the street and a guy is walks um by the curb of the street because that's the gentlemanly thing to do 
right to like expose yourself and not the know, not that's the like woman American thing Irish guys don't do that British guys do oh that. do they yeah. I never heard of that till I came over here I was like yeah all the, my Irish lads at home or let me get knocked over <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, in the UK guys are doing that yeah. as well and I know some friends of mine they get so upset about that they're like you know because they think that that's yeah misogynist that's one of those things I'm like I think I can live with that you yeah. know it's like it doesn't I want you to die first yeah do die first I don't care get on the side uh, of the car but it's more like why does he think he has to do that is it just because he wants to be protective and like genuinely or is it because he thinks that a woman can't take care of herself mm-hmm. you know that's kind of like well you and know, that's what also men struggle with when it comes to the check too because some of them probably aren't being cheap they've probably just been shouted at by a girl who's like <laughs> I'm independent I can fucking pay for myself <laughs> so they're kind of like shit I don't know what to do so mm. I have had guys telling me that oh well if a woman doesn't put down her card that's fine I'm gonna get it but if she puts down her card I don't want to insult her to think right. that I don't think she has money so I'll and it's so funny because then I've had guy friends be like she didn't even take out her card like I, I just wanted her to put her card down and I'd be like I've got this because uh, oh, Irish guys w- really appreciate when you put their card down they'll never like they'll be like no this is on me but it's like oh that's so nice that she and you'll do like a little fight about it it'll be like no no I got it I got it and the guy will be like I got it you can like get me another time so I've had Irish guys be here like why didn't she even put down her card like that's so mm. like what do you think I made of money and then so it, it, it it's hard it's yeah, a hard world to navigate to I'm usually like um, if you push down his card I'm like are you sure we can split it and he he'll go no no i got this and i'm yeah, like all that's right a good way. don't take it yeah. out but just go are you sure are you sure yeah because if he's like yeah uh, all right let's put it yeah. then you know also i don't need to protect his ego right if he says yeah let's split it i'm like okay this is what he wants to do but um but I, I, do, I do <laughs> i do i'm never seeing him again yeah probably not yeah <laughs> Uh, it's one of these things that make you feel like a really bad feminist <laughs> i know i know uh, i mean i never i would never i think that we put these like labels like okay feminist you have to do this or whatever you have to do this i'm a bunch of things right okay, yeah i want my man to mind me and take care of me while also not being misogynist and also be proud that i'm out doing comedy and yeah. um you know Obviously, now being in a relationship, I don't expect Leland to pay for everything. But I love when he's I, when he's like, I got this. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Still, to this day, I'm like, hey, you got it. Yeah. You want me to bend over here? Well, I, 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 like, I don't I'm going to send him That does sound like anti-feminist. <laughs> but it's like, whatever. You know, yeah. I think like I also, it's like, well, I also get up on stage and be like, that's crazy that we deleted this tampon or that we're trying to get this tampon out of. Like, I'm doing my whatever. Yeah. I Yeah. No, I think I think that's such a good point to be like it's it's not just a black and white, you know. We are also you know, I we're shaped by shaped by our environments, right? Mm-hmm. I come from a very super patriarchal background, middle very middle eastern, very much like, you know, the men pay. Um dissociating from that it, it's hard, right? It's, it's really hard. And Irish is the same my, too. My my dad, my brothers will never let me pay for anything. Yeah. And I enjoy that cuz I'm like always poorer than they are <laughs> you know i'm like yes please do pay for my dinner and do oh you do want to pay i'm always like oh yeah it's winter time i need new boots and you know i'll just casually suggest to my dad that we walk through the mall and then he pays buys them for me you know yeah. it's like how am i and i i think this is something that the men in my family enjoy doing like they this is something that they've taken on themselves they like being providers they like being providers and that's that's the only role they've ever known yeah. and and I think 
I've never I've never had this feeling that they disrespect you mm -hmm. by doing that. Like they still acknowledge that you're like strong and independent and you're out there doing your own thing. But they just want to take care of you. I remember once I talked to my dad on the phone. He used to call me all the time and be like, so uh, do you need anything? I'd be like, no. And he'd be like, okay, bye. That was yeah. our conversation. Uh, and this one time he called me. And I, when I was a student, I used to, I used to go through a lot of like fi financial turmoil because I was always paying for myself since I was like 19. Um, and I would often be like, mm, could you pay my electricity bill? Because I literally don't have any money back left over in my bank account. And he did. So at some point I started, you know, having more financial independence. And I remember at some point he called me and said, do you need anything? And that this has been like several months in a row. And I was like, no, I think I got this. And he was like, oh, I get it. He said, I guess you don't need me anymore. Aww. And he was so hurt by that. You're like, well, okay, buy me shoes. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. I do need things. I just don't want to be a bother, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's great what you said about and i i think there's definitely a similarity with a lot of Ir irish too i do feel like you know uh my dad will pick up the check but he's not like disrespectful to my stepmom or right. like then they have other things or she's like she'll like run and sneak and pay for it like mm. so before he could even but like you could he, they can like look after you in that sort of way and that makes them happy and spend their money on you but doesn't mean that they're gonna they're gonna be like sexist you can still be like yeah yeah and i think that that was a yeah. great point to make as well like it's not not all men who pay and pick up the check or n think that you're like not independent and can't do it yourself either right it, it just depends on how it's done like i've dated guys who i dated a guy who would pay for everything but he'd also be like you're not stirring your honey incorrectly or you're or like criticizing me on my car like telling me how to do my jokes or telling me how to like dress or telling right. me and it's like I mean, that's also just controlling, but it's also not only controlling, but um, uh, like he truly thought I was incapable of doing things, which is really offensive to yeah. someone who's like independent. Absolutely. So like there's different levels. There's so many levels to it. Yeah. Try to think of, I can remember any more aches. My therapist said as well, women should always keep as much money in the bank for when, if the guy returns a dick, have your money, get, get ready to leave <laughs> i mean i don't know what a life where you can have money in the bank feels like but sure <laughs> well you are a neuroscientist <laughs> yeah. when you cure weed uh, <laughs> fucked up brains <laughs> uh yeah sometime in the future well oh you know uh men not men in sandals used to give me the ick but not anymore because i've grown up oh <laughs> okay um, interesting oh i went through a period this was in the uk where men wearing hats gave me the ache yeah. like baseball hats so like you know like snapbacks or something like that because i was always like what's the utility of this yeah. this is you're wearing a hat indoors and it still kind of gives me the ache a little yeah. bit because you know i know here especially in the u.s it's sort of like a fashion thing but it's not really a thing in the uk and i felt like when a guy turned up in like sweatpants and and one of those hats i always felt like that's that's no yeah, or grey sweatpants. Grey sweatpants. You don't see their penis or you can see the dress. That's why they wear it. Oh, uh, no, they give me the ick so much. So much, uh, yeah. Or the beanie hats, though, those gave me the ick. Yeah. Or like, you know, like there's things I've had icks that, um, God, Leland's in the room and he's going to hear this, but <laughs> but that I've been like, oh, that gives me the ick, but I really like this person, so I'll just like tell them. So like, not not this this part, not with Leland, but that 
a guy had like really long nails and I didn't want him to touch me with them because that gives me the ick because it's dirty and he like made like a sexual thing and I was like yeah like you'll have to cut your nails first because mm. like long nails of men like it's my biggest fucking turn off but it's like okay well if they're nice and I can kind of say it to them and they don't take it as an ego and they just go cut their nails but that was that was the guy with the socks thing I had to tell him to cut his nails at the start this guy seems like a mess he's a mess um but like an very successful job so i don't know what that was about but uh with leland he had these like golf shoes but they made they were like they were just like runners and they were like they looked like white leather but they weren't like adidas they looked like what a, a connecticut guy would wear on a golf course which also i don't know why but in my head i associate sometimes like those type of shoes with like assault and don't i don't know why i think about wow. that but you know when i see like boat shoes or whatever it always yeah I always picture those guys from like SVU that's like that college guy who yeah. like put something in the girl's drink so I just get like I know this is me going Ooh. from A to Z but just to explain my thought process so I have such a ick off those shoes boat shoes and yeah. those type of like shoes that look like you'd wear on a golf course mm. uh, I also just don't really like those type of guys usually their personality but so Leland I kept going you gotta get rid of those you gotta get rid of those shoes you gotta like <laughs> just, like, sounds, I'm sure that's like a red flag to anyone else uh. that this girl started dating like I don't like these <laughs> shoes you gotta get rid of these shoes but in fairness you've you know bought some nice Adidas then that's so funny I never I tend to never tell people what I think about their outfits and shoes and stuff but um I always am very pedantic about what I like. And mm. I, I find that so hard to not be like, yeah, I don't think you should be wearing this shirt again. I'm like, hmm, interesting, interesting choice for an outfit. Like, I yeah. want to say those things and I'm thinking it in my mind, but I can never get myself to say it. Well, there's three things about it. First thing, I mean, any, but people should be able to wear whatever they want. But I really wanted to continue dating this man. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and then, so if you are going to say it, you can't say it like, interesting outfit because it's like passive aggressive and it's mean and it'll <laughs> it'll make in resentment in them you gotta be like i just i truly can't be seen in public which i or this <laughs> or or that's harsh too or okay maybe maybe more like hey this gives me association of like of like a certain type of guy because i've also especially with those boat shoes i had to when i was working nights in bartending and they would grab your arse and you'd have their card so they knew that they could do what they want to you because and it was only two females running the whole bar like me and the other girl and so when we get these wall street guys in like they were always so touchy-feely they were so gross Ew. and they're meant to come to the bar but like they'd wave over with their card and we were like they had con they had power over us because we hadn't like um mm. because they still would have to tip or whatever so it was always like this very uncomfortable how about those guys wore those type of shoes? So my you should have just charged them for a bunch of other drinks. I know. I'm, sh I'm sure the other girl, like, I'm so honest that I, I but she was like I hard. She was that. badass. She'd be like shouting at them and stuff. Whereas, but I was also like younger and easier mm. and newer to the country and easier taken advantage of. But um, but yeah. So that that's the thing too. It's like if you're like, look, this reminds me of like traumatic experiences. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but even even if it's not traumatic, I know, like, you know? I know, I know. I mean, like Leland's probably listening to me, like, well, you also didn't like my shirts or my pants. <laughs> but it's like, but it's also like, I hate when you see, um, like especially your partner, and it's like you're so handsome, but you're like wearing the wrong size clothes, or like, oh, you know, this would look really good on you. And I, I've, you know, I, I used to make clothes for my Barbies, right? And I have like a bit of a dead decor head. Like I can't wait to change his apartment and make. But so I and you know i don't i you're also like an extension of me and i'm not if i i if you, if you could 
just wear clothes that are your size or cause yeah. a lot of guys don't they don't know until they get a girlfriend like my roommate was saying like mm. his ex-girlfriend like was like oh you should get this haircut oh this shirt would look great on you and he was like it was all such great tips i didn't know and i right. appreciated it thank the lord but as i'm saying it, i'm like this sounds really bad this is not putting me in a good light (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm sorry for bringing it up uh, (laughs) i thought mine like this is what you're wearing (laughs) i know are you sure are you sure about this outfit (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i mean it depends on their sense of humor (laughs) yeah it does but i also you know i feel like you know your shoes are kind of rapey dude like i don't I don't know. It's just hard. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does that's that- why. That's why I'm like I can't say it because there's no way of like saying that when you're still early on. Know. You know, if you're like really solid, you can definitely say those things, right? Yeah, but, but you get to solid if you're just like every day. You're like this fucking like jacket again. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine dumping someone because you're like I can't look at this jacket and I can't tell him because his ego is so precious. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, see, that's why I'm like, if you want to date, you just gotta say it. But like, like Leland has said to me, never get bangs. He, I mean, he'd oh, still okay. be with me, but I feel like you'd be cute with bangs. I know, but uh, no, he just he hates bangs. He they, hates give him, bangs. they give him the ick. Oh, it's the ick. And maybe he had an experience oh. with a woman who had bangs. I don't really know. But yeah, mm, they, okay. that, that's his ick. So it's like, yeah, cool. I won't get bangs. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there any... I think arm hair for me is ick. On men? Mm. Underarm? Mm. You want them to shave it? Yeah. Oh, if they have shaved underarm, that gives me the ick. Is it? Like, oh, wow. Tri- trim it all you want. But I want to see... I like hairy men, though. I like hair in general. Oh, okay. No, I think uh, it's you want to bear naked. Yeah, Muslim, Muslim, um, in Islam, you have to be like closely, like trimmed. Yeah, like trimmed is fine. Trimmed is fine, like, yeah. but like very, very tightly, like uh, like a beard. Really? Yeah, because just like long ha- arm hairs. <laughs> the way Ew. you're doing it is if it's like a a creature of the night. Like, <laughs> it's gonna crawl out of like his arm at night. Arm over you, like sweaty armpit and like hair i've never i've never heard someone have the ick about that that's so funny which is great you know what switch switch the men have been getting the ick about women having armpit hair i'm glad that you're getting the ick absolutely (laughs) and in islam it is for both genders wow it's not a female only thing that's so interesting i i would i i also feel like armpit hair i don't have it because of course of society right i mean i would be embarrassed and i hate that i'm like that but it's armpit hair and also my boyfriend doesn't like it uh he doesn't care if i have leg hair or whatever because there's loads of times where it's like i can't you can't fucking shave your hair all the time all the time but right, I, yeah. I do know like guys do get certain guys get the ick with the armpit hair but uh uh anytime i've let it grow in a little bit i sweat less if you let it grow just a little bit yeah let's say it's i winter. find the opposite oh i feel okay the moment i have a bit of hair i feel like i start sweating i feel like when i shave it it's a, i can i can feel i guess it's like yeah it's interesting that's interesting i think it, maybe we our bodies also get used to uh reacting in a specific way i don't know but i feel like if i have like even the slightest hair under my arm i need so much deodorant wow yeah whereas if that's i don't wild. i actually don't need deodorant which that's is kind of so weird. interesting um but also like the this is another double standard. That's such a double standard for guys to not shave their arms, armpit hair, but then wanting a woman to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Right? It's such a double standard. But, but I don't want them to shave but their it's armpit like armpit. For, in, for Muslims, same thing with pubes. Both men and women yeah. have to be trimmed. 
Yeah, but I mean, can it be trimmed or shaved all off? Trimmed. Oh, yeah. It has to be, they say it can't be longer than a corn. Not a a corn. corn. I'm sorry. Like a sweet corn? No, a wheat. A wheat. Because I have trimmed. Like, I keep it trim. And I dated a Muslim guy. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's fine that it's trim. But he brought it up so many times that I was like, I don't think this is fine. I mean, that's just his personal preference, right? But, like, religiously, religiously, it's like... Is this a religious thing? Religious. I thought you were saying like culturally. It's like, like God has mandated. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you meant like. No, no, like no. Not your like personal Irish preference. Prefer. No, no, no. Because oh. uh, how can I say cultural? Right? Muslims are like there are one billion Muslims in the yeah, world. Yeah, We're from yeah. like all different parts of the world. So this is like what God has said to humans. That's is that like like you know whatever you believe in? But that yeah, that your pubes Where have is to this be written in the like in the book in in in. Maybe the main book or in like the the other books. The little books. The, the book little books. Because the book of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so uh, there's the Quran, right? And then there's um, these. There's some some of the prophets, friends. Um, I don't know, like I don't know how to talk about this in like a non-Muslim <laughs> way. You know, like they had these um, these additional books where they sort of write about what general practice should be like and i think that would be in that but i'm not sure i know i wonder if there's any i've never heard of books about body hair for catholicism yeah. i don't like even say that cleanliness word, right in islam cleanliness is such a thing like how you have to wash five times a day with your like you know hands feet nose face yeah back, back of the ear like arms like you have to wash all of that five, five times, times a, day a day after before you do your prayers wow so it's like it's so focused on cleanliness and it's so like methodical about what you need to do mm-hmm. so uh, that's why it makes sense that there's like a whole section on pubes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wild see. i know but, but this is equal for men and women yeah yeah at least it's yeah. both people yeah and uh, i know and you know i my friends told me that as well like abortion is fine in the muslim religion yeah if it's related to it's not if it's just like you just don't want to have this oh. kid but it's more like um there's a, a medical reason yeah yeah ex- exactly it's a medical reason then it's totally you can do that up to like i think um second trimester okay yeah, end of in the first trimester yeah well you said something uh, when you were saying it all about the and i had my brain thinking oh yeah the cleanliness thing yeah i guess we're just so dirty <laughs> five times a day fuck that's a lot and the praying five times a day i think is always interesting because you know so many like um what's the word atheists Mm. like so like uh what would you call people who don't have religion in america like those americans were like i guess like non-denominational people. i feel like a lot of people that i know are like atheists actually meditate a couple of times a day to keep their thoughts intrusive thoughts out and it's interesting because i'm sure people who pray five times a day it must be really nice to take that moment out of the day absolutely recenter yourself do something on repetition and you know and it's physical exercise it's physical because you're doing the yeah you and as someone who practices a lot of yoga now i can i can attest that a lot of the movements are exactly the same like every time i do Every time I get really into yoga, I'm like, this is so funny. This is exactly what I used to do when I was doing prayers five times a day. I don't do those now, but I kind of find that the effect of it is exactly the same. You center yourself, you know, you, you, you know, you go quiet, you meditate. That's what what you're doing. And mm-hmm. you're, it's physical exercise. 
and you do that five times a day and even with like health experts are always like you need to get your like you need to get moving like every few hours and prayer does make you do that the five times prayer thing it does make you get up and like get moving how does five times a how day. does a um like a person who is muslim in america or sorry i should say in new york find uh n- not just the time during the day and i think it is great and i'm sure you just make the time but also to wash yourself five times can you kind of skip on that a little bit if you so okay if you haven't had released any uh body liquids oh sure i we all the time not that i'm planning to become muslim but but if you know let's i have really good bladder control like oh, it's fucking unreal. give it to me it's unreal and i think it's like years of actually doing that like oh, really? being like oh i can't oh like you know lab work you know it keeps you there for like so many hours so i just like for some reason have really good bladder control but it would mean that i could go probably from first prayer to second prayer without needing to do the wash again but you do like it's it's not i don't think it's hard to do the washing because or i don't know that's that's actually it's a really good question because you're supposed to take your socks off you know shoes off and go to the bathroom and most bathrooms at workplaces will be communal right mm-hmm. it will be like loads of like stalls and and unless there are private bathrooms it would be difficult to do it so i don't actually know how people navigate that yeah because i saw a guy around the corner here and he had a stall uh selling stuff but he had his um he was putting out his mat to do his prayer oh, okay. and i recognized the mat because i was with sabine when she was buying hers in astoria oh i see and i was like wow yeah so i was like oh Oh, but I didn't know about the cleaning, so I was just like wondering mm. for that man. I wonder how he does that when he's just. But I'm, I'm. But I'm sure he's probably just like, well, look, I'm doing my best. Yeah, maybe, or maybe it is like just a matter of like going into a bathroom and like cleaning your feet. And yeah, hands and public bathroom. Yeah, I don't think it's that. It's not. Once you're in it, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, you find ways of of figuring it out, um, and yeah you're just like really good at like not weeing or yeah i think that's what people are missing now when they don't have religion like i think like when you think about catholics they would get up and pray in the morning pray before dinner and then pray in the evening and obviously Mm. i'm not saying be fucking serious catholics like obviously that brought so much fucking trauma to ireland and everything so i know that but i am saying there's maybe something to take away from it and if you are praying and going to church and you enjoy that good for you too <laughs> just want to make sure i'm not offending anybody here mm-hmm. but my point is like getting up in the morning and have that couple of minutes yourself when you're sitting with your family around the dinner having that couple of minutes of quiet like that was lovely i actually used to like that just mm. like zen before you would eat yeah and then um at night just checking in and being like what's the crack i uh <laughs> went to church recently uh for a funeral i was think i was telling you this and it's um i don't think i said it's on the podcast but i said on the solo patreon one they i find religion fascinating and i find being an atheist fascinating and i'm obsessed with with like being alive i'm terrified of dying but i'm also terrified of eternal life Mm. so all the religions scare the shit out of me (laughs) um but the option of nothing scares the shit out of me yeah but i think what makes life really precious is the idea that it it probably just is like when i got my appendix out they put you out and when i woke up it was like there was nothing and that was like anyway. I think about this all the time. It's very scary. Wow. But um, but but uh, religion is so great because if someone passes away, what a great thing to think that they're in this other place that you might see them one day. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's just a yeah. nice or whatever. Deal with your morality. Yeah. My point is, what was my point? Oh, but so like for uh, you know, growing up in Ireland, you're told like there's uh, Catholics and Protestants, and it, it, it's it's the fucking same religion, but 
you know, a couple of little differences like divorce at the time mm. uh, before divorce came, came into Catholicism, uh, Mar- whether Mary's a virgin. And so those are the main religions I kind of knew about growing right. up, really, to be honest, until more people are now moving into Ireland. And so that's, you know, but it was mainly coming over here and making new friends and learning like Tori's Jewish. I'd never actually met any Jewish yeah. people until I moved here and learning about, you know, her culture or her whatever mm. her telling me stuff and meeting you guys too uh but i sorry this is a roundabout way to get to the story but i'm at a, a lutheran church for a funeral and it's like very the same as a catholic church yeah. everything's but the same but then he goes the priest goes okay before you take the bread because we know that there's some uh non-lutheran people here you were able to come up and take the bread and we we want you to if you believe that jesus christ was alive and god is their true god and i was like fuck i don't want to be rude because i want them to see me go past because it was like family members that i wanted to know i'm at the funeral hey you know you do, you do the look yeah and not seem disrespectful but i was also like i don't know what i believe right so then that's I, a lot it was a lot it was really intense so then i walked up and i took the bread and we take the bread and put it straight in our mouth and swallow it and then i moved to the side and there's a woman holding a fucking uh thing of wine and i'm like no you're no, supposed no. to dip it in the wine or like? i was supposed to dip it in the wine it's already gone it's already in my <laughs> digestive system and so i just blessed her because i didn't know what to do i just go so, so. so i just like bless <laughs> i just like blessed at us and then i look over and like f- the like front row are like looking at me like about 10 heads and i'm like i don't understand so then so then i i go down and then i do the prayer you know the prayer is usually like thank lord I, I can't even i honestly can't even remember what the communion prayer is but you say a prayer like it's like a set prayer to thanks for eating the body of christ and I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's real. And if you are real, I'm sorry that I don't know. But I also feel very guilty now that I ate your bread. But, uh, and, uh, you know, so I'm having this fucking conversation with myself sitting down. But um, but yeah, I found out afterwards you're meant to dip it in. Because apparently the difference between the, the main difference there with Lutheran and Catholic is they don't believe that it's the actual body of Christ and the actual blood of Christ. And you dip it in and you have it. And then, so in Ireland only like people who are like gluten free would go up and have the wine or old people like other than that you never only the priest has the wine but apparently we believe we're meant to believe it's the real body and blood which i no one told me growing up i always thought it was just it's just bread <laughs> i thought it was so like a symbol funny. but it's okay. funny because that's Wait, the difference so it's not symbolic i always thought it was symbolic i always thought too but they were telling me they were like no lutherans say it's just symbolic and catholics right. really believe they're meant to really believe it's like I don't know though. That seems like anti-Catholic propaganda. Why would I'm you like, eat the we body of Jesus? We know like, it's the bread. Well, I, right. I'm like some wires got crossed here along the way. It's almost like being like, yeah, you know, Catholics are stupid. They yeah, think yeah. this is the actual body of <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. They, they really believe that there's a ghost wandering around the church. <laughs> it's just so interesting. It's one guy. He shows up in all the stories, shows up in your religion as well. Right. Yeah, he's not the main guy, but he's in there. He's he a yeah. big character. Lots of common teams going on between the two religions right. and then as well he's also in the jewish religion he shows up there and for a little in bit. islam too that's yeah. what i said that's why i said you're oh in yeah, mine yeah. yeah yeah for a second i was like what uh, i was like what did it what oh yeah <laughs> do you have another one yeah, no, yeah. No, no. um yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and it's just interesting that they're all very similar but yeah. then all used against each other in certain ways it's like, so crazy even the fucking christians over here and then mm-hmm. all the very i never yeah in denmark so i grew up around obviously denmark is a christian country but it's very secular um and it's it's protestant lutheran mainly but we like i've never seen anyone go to i've never known a single danish person to go to church like only they do their communion thing um they do they get loads of presents when they get confirmed 
that was like a big reason why they do it yeah so many of the kids i grew up with were like yeah i'm gonna get so many presents gonna get confirmed and i'd be like oh so you believe in god now and they're like no <laughs> but it was like a it's like, it's like a tradition yeah right? oh my god okay crazy thing um i actually got baptized why did you get baptized because so my the parents did it the church did it when i was a uh, when i was born you used to take your in like newborn to church for name registration oh. and then obviously the church was really you know sly about it they were like yeah let's put some holy water on this girl <laughs> and let's bat and my parents didn't know what that was oh, they're muslim right yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's fine i can go like whoever's right i, I, I mean you're covered now i'm covered fully yeah, yeah. covered i'm obviously not christian but you know <laughs> it's funny to think that i'm baptized well i'd be like kind of and it's kind of horrible well no that's horrible yeah. that's like I don't even know what the word for it, but that is like, (laughs) there has to be a word that I'm not thinking of, but like forcing you into it. That's like, I don't like that. And if roles were fucking reversed, (laughs) do you know, like imagine, I don't know what, if you guys have a baptized, but imagine if it was like a a Danish family and they had to go in to get something from a mosque and then they came out and they're like, fuck me, baby's been... You're actually Muslim now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just a word, right? It's like, at the end of the day, it doesn't change what you believe in, what you don't believe in. Mm-hmm. It's an identity thing as well. But, you know, I, I was raised Muslim, so um, <laughs> I don't think... I, it's only like years later, my mom told me about this thing that had happened. I was like, and it just sort of clocked that I had been baptized. <laughs> and I was talking to her, I was like, do you know what that means in Christianity? And she didn't know that it was like a Christian ritual. To like, <laughs> yeah, they literally just did like some witch thing on you. You know, and it's funny, like it's hard not to put like the fucking like... immigrants. <laughs> and it's so traumatic. But um, it's funny, like it's hard not to, even though if you don't believe in it anymore and you don't, uh, and even you stepped away a bit from your religion and obviously I never really believed in anything i was kind of like yeah yeah whatever mm. people said like honestly if i'd been walked into a mosque as a kid i'd probably be like yeah it's like do you know i never i don't know nothing really i'm just like yeah i always was like it all sounds real to me but also right. i believed in ghosts and aliens and shit so like yeah. and other dimensions so yeah. i'm like whatever but um the i went on a tangent i can't remember what i was gonna say oh the oh i do get that superstition that if i had a baby i i'm like you know i have that voice in the back of the head like maybe baptize it just in case and not that not that i believe in the the but it's meant to protect against like the devil coming up Mm. god you'd hear so much shit about the devil i remember to my grandmother saying i don't believe in hell and she was the only time i ever seen her get mad at me uh my grandmother is dead because she was like don't say that like the hell is real and the devil is real and I was like, all right, I just didn't want to believe in it. That seems like yeah, a terrifying something so thing. terrifying. It's so traumatizing, right? The devil, so traumatizing as a concept when you're a child. The yeah. devil will come for you. Oh my god, my mom used to do that to me. Like my my parents really. My mom fucked me up in so many ways. But when I was a kid, she used to. Um, she she had two. She was working two jobs. Her and my dad were both working two jobs. So in the morning, they wouldn't have. I would I would be at home in the morning like waking up really early but they would come home really late from like work so in the morning they would s- try to sleep in but I was up at like 5 a.m. wanting to like watch television before this was before I started school and they couldn't afford afford daycare so I was just there in the morning and my mom well told me that I couldn't go into the living room in the morning before she woke up because the devil would snatch me 
So the devil is in Muslim religion too. Oh my God! Yes. Where do you How think did we go? I know that. <laughs> yes. Where do you think? Where do you think non-Muslims go? <laughs> <laughs> They're sent back to be Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> They all go to hell. To hang wow! Out with so the there's devil. a hell there as well. For yeah. fuck's sake! Oh my God! Yeah. Um, all these religions are the same. I know, they They're really the exact are. same religion. They're just like just evolution of one religion yeah it's just an evolution basically but yeah no that was so fun it was so traumatizing i'd be like waking up in the morning and like sneak into the living room so that the devil wouldn't hear me and, and does your devil have hoofs and horns as well all of it God. and fire and the fire tri- and the the, the try what's it called a fork try fork i don't know fork with tree things <laughs> <laughs> big <Whatever>. fork <laughs> <laughs> scary the big, fork the big scary fork why did you go have go to it's totally ridiculous yeah the thing so with with the well actually like no one told me this is what the the devil looked like it's just what i saw in cartoons right oh. like so i just i was five years old four four years old um and the be, the reason my mom did that was because she was really afraid uh that we'd open the windows we lived on the sixth story yeah floor, and like fall out and there was one point when I was actually like a year and a half where uh, I almost fell out. Yeah. And they like caught me. Like, yeah. how crazy is that? No. Oh, you almost fell out and they caught you. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That's a similar thing happened to me on a roller coaster. Really? I was tree. My dad <gasps> brought me on. But I now my grandmother tells a story. I don't know if my dad might deny it now. But uh, he she he caught me and held me as because I had slipped underneath the bar. But he held me the whole time. And this is what they say. Like my uncle grabbed me by my foot before, i knew like, we were so similar, <laughs> so similar. <laughs> i feel sorry for parents sometimes that they feel like they have to be like and the devil will get you instead of being like because you're old enough to watch cartoons right. you know you fell out there before just don't climb up on the window again. <laughs> right like no that's like the obvious <laughs> right. or just it's off limits yeah but i guess because kids are bold well, my, you gotta scare them so much anxiety <laughs> not that you gotta scare them but you know that's yeah. what parents feel no that's true like uh, but she had like i mean even though i thought the devil was coming to the living room i still sneaked into the living room to <laughs> watch like, i'll hear his like, yeah like i was just going in and like sneaking in and putting the volume really low <laughs> so that the devil or my mom couldn't hear me <laughs> <laughs> we should wrap this up if you want to do we have time to get dumplings but we should wrap this up anyway yeah D- tell the audience or future audience uh what your instagram handle is and whatever my- you want my instagram handle is jansu this that it's spelled c-a-n-s-u-d-i-s-d-a-t and uh yeah i'm around new york producing laugh for change shows for charity and fuck it up shows which um centers and celebrates women and non-binary people of color Mm -hmm. so it's two different productions and if they follow me they can find out yeah okay love you all go to the patreon video will be there bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.